Well, the voice of the Tigers is a is an honored position held by greats like Ernie Harwell and others on radio and on TV. And the new TV voice for the Tigers is Jason Benetti, who joins us right now on the program. Hello, Jason. Hi, Mitch. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for coming on. We're happy to have you here. I think the reception to you being hired has been fantastic, and people are very excited about you. They've seen you in many different broadcast things, doing baseball, doing college football, uh, doing basketball with Bill Walton once upon a time and all those different <laughs> incarnations. You've had a lot of different gigs. You've worked for a lot of different networks, national networks, NBC, Fox. What made you decide to choose the Tigers position? Well, honestly, it was solidified when I heard that segment about the neck pillow. Thank you. That really finally brought me home. That's what. So until then, you were on the fence. That finally the versatility, the versatility floored me, and I figured that that really was home to me. No, I, I, uh, I have I. When I got to Detroit, we, we did a couple of Zooms in the interview process, and everybody that I talked to was generous and kind and asked some really cool questions about empathy and connecting with the audience and just like how important it seemed to them to have a voice who understood how important it is to humans watching the game. And I love that they thought that of me, but I mostly love that they had that mattered to them pretty substantially in this process. And then I got to Detroit and I talked to everybody involved, people with the Tigers, people with Valley Sports Detroit. And I, I just had this overwhelming feeling that it was a group of people that wanted to do really cool television and make sure that everybody in the audience was served not just analytics, not just stories. And I know that's a bit of a straw man to say that. That's easy to say, but that's what they want in an announcer. And they have a team that feels like it's building the right way with young talent and young starting pitching that's developing. But really, truly, the kindness and the care that they gave to the position in a very changing TV world where people can easily say that announcers are interchangeable that's not the way the tigers felt about it and that's not the way they feel about innovation and just doing things the right way for the entire audience so that's Mm -hmm. a long answer but that encapsulates why this matters to me and why the tigers it's a it's a great answer uh, not as good as the neck pillow answer which i thought was uh, probably a little bit better uh but a good answer you know in comparison um, now you've done, you, you're a broadcasting junkie. It looks like anybody goes, when I read, they went to Syracuse and majored in broadcasting. Oh, There's so go. many people right. who did that. Those, those are the ones who sat in their, in their house when they were seven, eight years old with a, who turned the volume down on the TV and had a cassette recorder and recorded <laughs> their voice into it. And stuff. Did you have that in your youth where you, you know, just hell bent early on and becoming a broadcaster? Yeah, I would say later than seven or eight, like the night after prom. Uh, that's, <laughs> that bad, huh? That's the level of cool I was. Yeah, no, I, I, was, I was really, really, really fortunate. And, you know, I, I think everybody in the studio probably had something that they really liked to do when they were young, and somebody guided them to that. And 
I had a high school radio station at home of Flossmore High School in the suburbs of Chicago. And it, you know, just by wattage is the most powerful high school radio station in the country. And it was like home for me after, (laughs) after school, I would go and like, we'd go into the teacher's office and pre-read our copy for our sports update. And they'd say, well, use past tense here and do this here and change this word a little bit. And did you write that? Or did you just pull it directly off the AP wire? Yeah, I'm sorry. I just pulled it off the (laughs) AP wire, you know, and then rewrite it and that whole thing. But it, they gave me a standard very early in life. And it was something that I really truly found. I love to do and study and enjoy and then you get around people at Syracuse who are really intense about it. And then there were some greats who were very willing to listen to tapes of mine early in my life. Wow. Like I sent a CD to Bob Costas and he <sighs> called me like three weeks later. Sean McDonough, I remember distinctly when he called me for the first time and said, you know, like, you're very good at this for a young age. And, I, you know, I was, that matters to people. And, and it mattered to me to have people say, hey, you're good at this at a young age. And that kind of drove me. You know, uh, I remember talking to Ernie Harwell uh, about, uh, base, about television versus radio. And, in fact, we did a play about Ernie's life, I wrote, that I included this in there because I thought it was really poignant. He was um, Bobby Thompson's uh, home run. He was uh, switched from the radio to the television. And, uh, you know, the the famous call, you know, uh, uh, you know, I can't I can't do it, but you can probably do it. Uh, You know, um, he was on the TV. And so, uh, you know, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win the pennant, the Giants win that kind of thing. He was on TV. And I said, well, what did you say? And he said, I said, it's gone. And that's I said, that's it. He said, well, that's the whole thing about television, you know, like. The pictures are there, and you have to not get in the way. What What do you find when you're broadcasting baseball about the balance between you know the that great storied history of of radio broadcasters telling you so much about baseball versus the fact that pictures now do dominate? I totally understand where he's coming from. I, and by the way, if we exchange information, would you send me that play? I would love to read it. Not that we need to do this business in the middle of the radio show, <laughs> but I would be fascinated to to read it but i we just we just had a close finish in the washington state washington game that that our football crew did on saturday and my call was just good as it went through and then our director painted the picture and so yeah it's it's i grew up in radio so i understand the feeling of i'd like to be able to describe the mob scene on the field and the people jumping on each other and all of that but yeah it's uh it's very poignant to say the the Shakespeare brevity is the soul of wit quote matters in television, because if you over talk it, people will say, yes, we understand. Mm, We get that. And, and I I had this experience though, where I do probably describe a little bit more of the action than the average person. And it's not solely because of this experience, but when I was doing triple a baseball in, uh, in Syracuse, my partner was Kevin Brown of the Orioles, who you've probably heard about over the course of this past baseball season was suspended for nonsense and whatever. But we had a fan who wrote us and said, thank you so much for your radio broadcast. Uh, it, it allows me, because I am blind, to hear specific details. Mm. And so we had that person come up to the booth and hang out for a oh. game. 
And I do know how important it was for us, you know, to understand that person. And I do think about people who, whether they have sight or not, that they might be doing the dishes or they might be dealing with kids or right. whatever it might be. So I probably over-describe a little bit sometimes, like a double play on TV, not overwhelmingly, but I do think about people who are doing other things. Yeah. And I think that's part of it as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I, I, I can tell we're going to enjoy talking to one another over time, and I hope you'll be a, a regular voice on our program. We want to welcome you to Detroit and uh, – and say we're excited to to we're excited for the Tigers. Now we're doubly excited because we get to hear you broadcast them. That's so, right. Thank you, Jason. Uh, welcome to Detroit, and uh, we'll we'll send you the play and a neck pillow. Uh, we'll be throwing that in as a special, no extra charge for the neck pillow. Plus, if you act right now, an ice crusher. In fact, the play I feel is like a neck I pillow. Lost on, I feel like I just lost on classic concentration. Like I got the lead press on nails or something. <laughs> there are no losers in concentration. Uh, good, good to talk to you, Jason. We'll uh, be talking down the road. Congratulations on the new gig. Thank you, Mitch, and everybody. Really appreciate it. It's 760 WJR.